Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. If I were to have a rebirth, I would probably come back as an Apple Watch or some sh. Have a nice flight. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my redemption, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Well, I'm just doing great. Oh, no. We're going to do the whole podcast like this? No. doesn't matter if it's a good accent or a bad accent, <laughs> because the show doesn't care either. Oh, no. Just stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are you doing today? Well, I'm still having problems talking like I almost broke into a coughing fit with the opening introduction. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you have too much power in the lungs. It's just the illness that will not end. Eh, well, I think it's something new now. Yeah, because our son threw up all over the floor last night. So. That was lovely. Because of him, we don't have carpet. Yeah. <laughs> we have to keep redoing areas of our floor because of child vomit. So we keep laying down new new types of wood flooring every time he vomits. Eventually, our whole house will have no carpet in it whatsoever. So um, what have we been up to? This week. This week, uh, a lot of work. Just a lot, a lot of, work, of work. A lot of painting. Uh, we have continued and or. Oh, yeah. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. I'm Ooh. sorry, but Petunia's awesome, and I haven't seen her in a few episodes. Literally, um, well, th- I'm going to hedge this one. I was going to say every character in that show is more interesting than Andor. Oh, yeah. However, the whole Mon Mothma thing is boring as hell. Oh, my God. Like, literally, <laughs> I travel to a place long ago and far, far away every time like that yeah. dynamic happens. Oh, like, my I God. I am truly checked out. Like, wow, yeah, her life sucks. Moving on. But, like, <laughs> all the Imperial stuff I actually like. Yeah. But it still doesn't feel Star Wars to me because there's, like, no aliens. It's all humans. Yeah, I, I don't really see aliens. Like, I don't really know what the stakes are. Like, What's I mean, the like, point? I understand the whole rebel thing. Like, I've seen Star Wars. Well, he's, now, not, but... he's not a rebel yet. Yeah. He's not, he's just trying to escape the law. (laughs) The law. The law. And you know what? He should serve his time. He killed some officers. Well, and here, here's like a big thing. If you, if you've ever taken any kind of like writing class or course or whatever, it's always like show, don't tell, show, don't tell. And remember we, we said originally like, there's no reason why the show doesn't start with him, you know, running. showing his skills. Showing his skills. Because everybody's like, "But you're so skillful. At what? I have yet to see anything." I mean, like it is kind of honestly, I mean, I, I hate this term because it's like it's so loaded. It is a very Mary Sue situation <laughs> in the fact that everyone tells him how amazing he is yeah. and they're hiring him for these like crazy yeah. missions and he has done nothing to show that he is capable nothing. of any of it. And then it and so like so like they didn't they didn't show us the, what we wanted, like the yeah. running through the thing or whatever. That's fine. Okay, so everyone's like, ooh, it's a deep show or whatever. Deep cut. Yeah, it's ooh. like, it's a it's a more uh, cerebral show. Yeah, okay. But then when Stellar Skateboarder, Stellar <laughs> Skarsgård confronts him. Mm-hmm. He's like, how'd you get this uh like, How'd you get equipment? this thing? Oh, then, I just walked in. Well, I would have liked to have seen that. Show don't tell. I like, would have liked to have seen that. Literally, the show could have started with him doing that thing. Yeah, let me see those skills that you supposedly have. Like, this is how I did it. Like, I, I was able to... Because all I see is him, like, running from place to place, being like, help me, help me. I need someone to help me. Yeah, like, I was able to use their arrogance against them. Yeah. It's like, well, it would have been cool to maybe see you do that. Yeah. Instead of a character tell me you did it. Yeah. Like, I want to see it. Agreed. 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, we're going to finish it. Are because, we? Because there's nothing else on right now. <laughs> <laughs> really. That's what it comes down to. But, like, I like the, like the Imperial officers I find more, far oh, more Oh, they're far more interesting and entertaining. I yeah. love all of their dynamics of yeah. how they're, like, competitive and yet isolationist. They're, like, kind of bitchy and, like, yeah. I, I, I do like that. I like that a lot. But it, it's, like, I think we've only seen one alien. We've seen that one big one in the first episode that's had, I don't like, remember. two lines. And then we saw a dead Miraland <laughs> on a base somewhere in a flashback. And that's it. Oh, yeah, that's it. And one robot. And one robot. The rest have all been humans, yeah. Yeah, well, droid, I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's, like, it yeah. just doesn't... It doesn't feel very exotic. Yeah, it doesn't feel very, <laughs> like, spacey or yeah. anything particularly. I don't know. It's it's fine. If you guys like it, that's fine. But it's just... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, have you watched anything else other than that, really? Uh, no. I don't think so. Not really. I mean, like... Great British Bake Off doesn't really count. That doesn't count. I Nailed mean, it doesn't count. Nailed it doesn't count. I'm I'm rooting for Abdul and the Great British yeah, Bake Off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love Shabira. I love either one. If either of the actually, if any and you know of, what? And I love Sandra too. If if any of them win, I'm gonna be happy. Yeah, but I mean, I've been rooting for uh, Abdul for a while yeah. because he's so consistent. He's consistent. He's just on flying under the radar. He yeah. hasn't been winning Star Baker, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But he has never been like at the bottom. He's Ever. just like floating right through. He's solid. And, like, I just love that about him. Yeah. Like, I love that for him, that he's just, like, I'm just doing my thing. Just doing know? my thing. <laughs> but that's not what we watched this week. We are in the middle of Toxic Masculinity Month. Hell yeah. And boy, oh boy. Was this fun. <laughs> Was this a show? I should probably get out my notes. You should probably get out your notes. We watched, uh, well... They never say how to pronounce the... Nope, they never say how to pronounce it. So we're going to look it up and get a proper definition on it and pronunciation guide. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. How do I pronounce it? Shantaram. Shantaram. Thank you, Google. Shantaram. Shantaram. All right. We watched the show Shantaram on Apple <laughs> Plus. Plus. Or Apple TV or... What is it? I think it's Apple. Is everything just like a it's plus Is everything now? just a plus now? Because yeah. that new Zootopia is plus. What if someone did like a square root or something? It's like, we're better than plus. We're squared, baby. <laughs> yeah, Zootopia plus. Like, <laughs> like, what does that even mean? It's like when like the I, iPod came out and everything put I in front of it. Yeah. It's like, like, it's like high tech. Or, yeah. or I think before that was like 2.0. Yeah. Now it's the plus. Now we're, it's the we're plus. We're doing the plus. So we watched Shantaram. Yes. Do you want to give us a show synopsis for this? Yeah, really yeah, definitely. Uh, really? Isn't that okay. fascinating? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell you, I looked, I, I, like, I'm, obviously I got this information like a while ago, yeah. but I forgot. You know, it was like, probably a couple weeks ago when I got this. And while we were sitting here, I looked at this show synopsis in these first three yeah. words. I'm like, is that what was happening? Well, I wrote down failed addict, which isn't a thing. A failed addict? That's what he calls himself. <laughs> He's, he's like, I'm a failed man, a failed paramedic, and a failed addict. I'm a failed addict. And I was like, what the f*** does that mean? If if you're a failed addict, that means that means, recovery, that means you've won. Yeah. That means you're you're super powerful because not being addicted to something, you're okay. <laughs> when you're addicted to drugs, you're addicted for, to those for the rest of your life. Yeah. And the way that you stop taking it is through sheer willpower. Like, I I was a heavy smoker, mm-hmm. and I would say, and I haven't smoked in years. Yeah. Uh, cigarettes. And I'm still an addict. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. Like, definitely. if you gave me one, yeah. I could easily slip right back slip into right it. Slip right back into yeah, it. Yeah, so there's no such thing as a failed addict. That mm-hmm. means 
you're beating it. Yeah. And it's a constant daily thing. Mm-hmm. So that term really pissed me off and that's why i wrote it down i'm a failed addict failed addict and i was like fuck you man that's a good thing (laughs) good for you man good for you i'm a failed paramedic failed Failed son failed man failed philosophy major (laughs) i'm 42 and apparently i'm still an undergrad in college hey you're never too old never too you are never too old you're never too old to improve yourself I just right. thought it was funny because I, obviously the show was positioning him as a far younger As like maybe man. a 26 <laughs> yeah, year old. I'm yeah. Sure he's supposed to be like 20 something. Yeah. Okay. A heroin addict incarcerated for a robbery. Oh. But no, they were talking a about murder. a murder. Like, a murdered police somebody officer. Got sh- well, like they said he killed someone. No, no. They know well, he didn't. But they were calling like, him a dog him? because he's, uh, he's not snitching. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, but he got stitches anyway. Yeah. Well, no, they no. The other inmates think he snitched, yeah. but he he clearly did not. Yeah. But the cops said we're trying to get him to tell who pulled the trigger. Yeah. But they also say he's a cop killer. Yeah. It doesn't make. Any I guess because he was just in the proximity I of guess the person so. who, and because he's not telling them who did. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I just want to say it doesn't really sound like he's a criminal. Yeah. No. At any point, really. No. <laughs> I think he does rob a bank to pay for his, his addiction. Habit. Yeah. But I think that's, and then it just kind of goes awry because of the other people involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, He's, just uh, yeah. in with the bad crowd, and so you got jailed with the bad yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, he escapes prison and reinvents himself. Oh, boy, does he. Well, wait a second. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're getting spoilers. And reinvents himself as a doctor in the what? slums of Bombay. What? What? Yeah, that did not happen in this first episode. What? That's where this is going? His ties to the crime underworld there lead him to Afghanistan. Huh? Where he partners with a mob boss locked in a battle with... The Russians. Russian criminals. Because it supposedly takes place in the 80s, although there is nothing in this show that would suggest that. No. And, like, we were going to talk for... I would say conservatively three hours on his escape attempt <laughs> from prison, and I have a lot to say about it. it. Most of my notes are the prison, prison escape attempt. <laughs> I, prison attempt. <laughs> I kind of checked out after that, but like the prison escape, there's a lot yeah. to talk about. This, sh- <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I'm looking at these people that's starring, and like, I think only two of them I know <laughs> who they are. Like, I don't have Lisa here. I don't have... Um, oh, wow. What, what was this guy's name? It was P-something. I have it Padra? Padra. I think it was Padra. I have it written down elsewhere. Yeah. But um, he's not on here, so I can't even give the actors who were actually, like, significant. In this <laughs> episode? I have uh, Charlie... Charlie Chanteram. Ch- Charlie Chanteram. Yeah. As, as Charlie... Charlie... <laughs> Charlie Hunnam as Lynn Ford as Charlie Chanteram. Nice. He was in the 321 Frankie Go Boom and... <laughs> Nicholas Nickleby, and obviously he was in uh, Sons of Anarchy, another show that probably would have fit with Toxic Masculinity. Oh, probably. I don't want to watch that show. No, I'm not interested in MC stuff. Yeah, I'm not interested in MC stuff, Mm -hmm. and like, I've just heard like, like they're like talk people talking about like, oh, this person got raped, and so I'm like, I like actually I was watching this and I was like, is there gonna be rape in this? Right. Like, this is kind of seedy. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. There are none. So I'm going to skip the other people I had written down here. I think it's implied with a lot of the things, but... Yeah. It's never showed. Yeah. Antonia Desplat as Carla. She's the only other person I know of. She's, like, the main 
Uh, I thought her name was Lisa. No, Lisa Lisa's is the, the sad, sexy blonde. She's the, she's both sad and sexy. Oh my god, so <laughs> many lines. Okay, first of all, this this show is based on a novel. Okay. Okay. And it is some of the dialogue is clearly lifted from the novel. Yeah. And you know what I'm talking about when I say yeah. that. And it's clear that the guy who wrote the novel, I don't have that written down, is a huge fan of like Norman Mailer and like really uh, like yeah like chauvinistic yeah like they think they're being poetic but it's really gross it's really icky she looks sad and sexy no sexy as hell she looks sexy as hell and she looks sad and sexy as hell all at the same time ew she looks like sad like (laughs) like rain on on sunday (laughs) but sexy like sun on sunday (laughs) (laughs) no my favorite line i wrote it oh i got a few my favorite line I need to be running towards something, not away from it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have to shanter on this bitch. <laughs> and shanter on, I did look that up. That means... Uh, it's a redemption thing. It's a, The whole thing yeah. is a rebirth, redemption, but yeah. it's like a man of God or a pe- pe- at peace with God. That's right. what it means. But yeah, that's, so we, we yeah. did some research. We here. got that out of context, actually. This was re... This was released October 14th, 2022. <laughs> the number one song was Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. And, the and we need one to stop doing like, this. Our accents are atrocious. Absolutely. And they're definitely offensive. <laughs> if we had a single Australian listener, they we would do. be gone now. Oh, we they, do. Oh, shit. Bye. They're gone. Sorry, guys. Sorry. And actually, he's supposed to be from New Zealand. Well, no, he tells them. When he, no, he's from Australia. No. But he tells Purdue or whatever. Yeah. Purdue. That's not his name. Uh, he tells uh, Purdue. He tells his guide. He's like, his guide, I'm from New Zealand. And yeah. I'm like, I guess he's just counting on people's ignorance of, like. The New Zealand accent. Like, Kiwi accent yeah. or whatever. Uh, number one movie was Smile. Uh, what were your predictions for Chanteron? Oh. An asshole will be the ultimate D-bag, and it's fast-paced, wrong. Action-packed, wrong. Sexist drivel. But the heroine will be, quote-unquote, badass, Mm. and be able to eat cheeseburgers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good sign that that a woman's badass. Yeah. Isn't there, like, some other show? Like, not to extend toxic masculinity, (laughs) but isn't there, like, another show on Paramount Plus that's, like, about treasure hunters or something like that? Yes, we should watch that. I don't remember what it's called. But we, we should, should watch, we should watch that. I know when we were watching, I think either Lower Decks or something, they yeah. were always showing that. And that, trailer, that feels yeah. very toxic. That masculine. feels very and toxic. And that feels more like what you just described. Yes. Like an action-packed mm-hmm. show. So we're going to find out what that is. Where the women are quote-unquote badass because they yeah. know how to shoot a gun and like can eat meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, she eats a meat. Oh, she eats a cheeseburger. What? She ain't no rabbit. <laughs> you know? She took the green stuff off a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, I like it with extra bacon and a double patty. <laughs> I want some extra meat on there and dump some sausage gravy on top. Gross! <laughs> we call it the biscuits and gravy burger. We call it the heart attack on a plate. Okay, my prediction. Roguish smile weeps. Broken man in foreign land. Oh, wow. Nailed it. Sexy, sexy. Will sex. <laughs> Nailed that one. Um, so yeah, so before we get into Shantaram, I, uh, we got a quiz for y'all. Oh yeah. Today. Uh, this is a BuzzFeed quiz, so it's a, it's a... Which one did we decide on? (laughs) 
I or then a, I decided on because you gave me like five choices of quizzes for the, for this week. I we, really wanted to do the 1950s how masculine are you? Do test. you want to do that one? But there's no answers. Yeah, this, the we, answer sheet's gone. So I have a vintage quiz from the 1950s from a magazine in the UK. And it is called, What Do You Know About Men? <laughs> and there's only, oh, they don't, this is before numbers. There's no numbers on these. <laughs> <laughs> but there's only like, I don't know, maybe six or seven questions. I mean, But there aren't through. any answers, and that's disappointing. So yeah. let's go with the BuzzFeed one. Okay. This isn't necessarily a man quiz, but, you know, it's, it's what came up when I Googled. <laughs> man quizzes. <laughs> man quizzes. This is from BuzzFeed.com. Mm-hmm. This is answer some couple-related questions and Ooh. reveal the perfect vintage Disney man for ah, you. Ah, perfect vintage Disney man. So I'm guessing. Not... I'm guessing like the guy with the goo. What's his name? The guy with the goo. Yeah, the the jumpy goo. You know the flubber. Yeah, the flubber doctor. That's gonna be my perfect guy. Oh, I thought they were talking about cartoon characters. Oh, you're talking about, like, the princes and stuff? Yeah. Oh, maybe they are. Yeah, I thought I, it was from, like, all vintage Disney. I think it would be anything pre-Little Mermaid, pre-Renaissance mm. Disney. So no Eric? Well, good. That dude's a douche. Which one's Eric? He's from the Little Mermaid. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, the worst. I only like her when you can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Opposite. He likes her because she's pretty, but she doesn't have the voice he loves. Oh, that's what it is. So he's just going to hook up with some rando sea witch. (laughs) All right. Pick a career for your partner to have because you need to be in control of their lives. Okay. Uh, A marketer, a professor, a soldier, a lawyer, a documentary filmmaker. Hey, David Ferrier. DJ. Paramedic. <laughs> hey, that's Charlie Shantaram. <laughs> Charlie Shantaram's a paramedic or a business CEO. I want you to be a professor. Okay. And I want you to be who you are, but uh, I don't know what that would be for you. Would that be marketer or documentary filmmaker? I don't know. Who do you want or me to DJ? be? DJ. Who do you want me to be, babe? Pick uh, your ideal woman. I'm picking. <laughs> hey, honey. Honey. Tell me who your ideal woman is. <laughs> do that. Hey, hey, tell me what you want me to be, and I'll see about <laughs> punching you in the face. How about that? I'm going to say DJ because it's the closest thing I see to, like, artistic. Okay. And that's what you are. Okay. What trait do you notice first in a partner? Do you notice, like, Charlie Shandrum, his chin in every scene? Have you noticed that? No. His posture? He's always chin first. His posture sucks. So he was like that Sasquatch video. Like, like yes, he is ripped. However, he hasn't no, done yoga. Need- to like straighten his shoulders He's back, like, roll those so he kind of he kind of hulks over. You know what I'm talking he, about? Like, yeah, and he lumbers, roll those shoulders back. He lumbers through the scenes. His chin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We're not. We're not body shaming. I'm posture shaming because too many people slouch these days. He's setting a bad example for the kids. Yeah. Who watch Shandro? <laughs> <laughs> um, what trait do you notice first in a partner? Mm-hmm. Large dick. <laughs> Sense of humor, charm, intelligence, empathy, creativity, patience, manners, bravery. Well, large dick only if they're naked when I first see them. <laughs> how I present myself. That's how, that's how you walked up to me. You're like, hey, babe. Hey, at the library. Large dick. At the bibliothèque. <laughs> large dick. <laughs> um, so, what do you <laughs> And I was like, sold. <laughs> sold. Um, so, what do you think? Sense of humor, charm, intelligence, empathy, creativity, Patience, manners, and bravery. Sense of humor for you. But that's closely tied with charm. 
Yeah, I don't really understand that. That's like basically the same thing. I'm going to say intelligence. <laughs> you picked the wrong woman. <laughs> Pick an animal. Ooh. Horse. Mm-hmm. Hawk. Dolphin. It's a lady hawk. Fox. <laughs> dog. Monkey. <laughs> What's that monkey doing? He's a funny monkey. <laughs> Owl. Mm-hmm. Butterfly. Schmitterling. Well, I really like horses. I'm okay, going to so. go with a horse. I'm going to go fox. Foxy. Oh, no. Uh, I'm a foxy, sexy DJ. It's the first thing brilliant, I, brilliant. When I think of something sexy, <laughs> I do think of Disney's Robin Hood. <laughs> we all do. It's our, we all it's the do. Sexual Anybody who had. denies being turned on by Robin Hood and anyone else in there is a liar. 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 Your sexual awakening <laughs> was to Disney's Oodle Lolly Golly, what a day. <laughs> we all get a and little aroused every with time. With the big titties. <laughs> and uh, Alan Adale. Yeah. <laughs> the rooster. Yeah, he was hot. And for some reason, he was like country. He was in seriously the cuck of the walk. <laughs> hey, this story is about Robin. I'm like, what the fuck is Sam Elliott doing here? I loved it. Anyway. I love that movie so hard. So good, so good. Pick a place for a couple's vacay. Uh-huh. Morocco. No. Galapagos Islands. No. Just hitting the road for a road no. trip. Prague. Mm. Tokyo. No. Costa Rica. Mm. Tanzania. No. Amsterdam. Ooh. Amsterdam. Ooh. Ooh. Prague or Amsterdam. Ooh. Oh, I'm torn. <laughs> Prague. Oof, that was hard. Choose a gift to give your partner. Uh-huh. Tools. <laughs> a smart... Hey, I would like tools. <laughs> a smartwatch. Nah, who the fuck it. The newest smartphone. God, no. Cufflinks. No. Vigi games. Yes. Well, that's for you. <laughs> a tablet. Yeah. A laptop. No. Camping gear. God, no. I get you video games because I'm not stupid. <laughs> I would actually get you the newest smartphone because you do like your iPhone. I like my phone, but I also like my iPad. I like a mm, tablet. That's true. All right, mm. plan a date night. Concert tickets, mini golf, hmm. escape room, cool theater tickets, nah. food truck festival. That might be fun. Axe throwing. <laughs> We have that nearby. Pub trivia night, dinner with friends. And uh, this is for a date, you say? This is a date. Ooh, mini golf. Mini golf. Uh, this is, mini golf is the best way to determine who your partner is. It, it, it shows you. Um, it shows either it, patience, strategy, a sense of humor. It shows everything you need. And it's not like a crowd. Like like a. I think a movie's always dumb for a date because you can't. You talk. can't talk. Dinner's okay, but like, but all those other things they were mm-hmm. talking about, like, you can't get to know someone in an escape room. That's right. Or at a concert. I don't know. I think an escape room might be interesting because you get to see how clever they are. Yeah, but... But are you really testing them for their cleverness? And if you are, you're kind of an ass. Honestly, a a dinner party with friends is dumb because it's Mm -hmm. also a crowded situation. And they're trying to be on their best behavior to impress your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Pub trivia night, no. No. Food truck might be fun because you're kind of like trying new things. Yeah, exactly. So that's fun. Um, Axe throwing. Honestly, (laughs) I wouldn't do it, but I don't think it's a bad date. Right. Like, if you want to get to know someone. Mm -hmm. It depends how much you want to get to know someone. Mini golf. Yeah, That's think, how you get to know. I someone. think mini golf has the best because it's also fun and whimsical. Yeah, too. and Did yet, I, and yet, it can turn into something really nasty. Like you could see if someone gets nasty. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like you can. Real quick. Uh, where would you want to get married at? Mm-hmm. I don't like that sentence. Where would you want to get married? 
<laughs> uh, City Hall. That's where we got married. <laughs> That's where we got married. A beach. An art gallery. That's not bad. A, a museum. Ooh, neat. A fancy hotel. Mm-hmm. A church. Yeah, right. On a riverboat. That's kind of cool. A barn. <laughs> I'm going City Hall. City Hall is where we got married. Because I don't give a shit about marriage. We literally just woke up one day and went to City Hall. That's it. And by like noon, we were married. That was it. <laughs> Nobody was there. My mom was mad for years. Oh my God. Your mom hated me for the longest time. <laughs> You're so mad. She was so angry because she had dresses. What's so funny is like now. She wanted a cruise ship marriage for us. <laughs> I'm sure. No, she did. Uh, she laid out her whole plans. Uh, she didn't draw them out to me. Well, she laid out her whole plans and was like, I have this dress. Well, I knew like, that. I knew she had an extra dress. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, no, no. We just, but like now, she's so angry. in hindsight, yeah. she loves it. Yeah. She's like, you guys did this best thing out of everyone. A, our marriage has lasted longer than most people have had like in church weddings. Yeah. And B, we didn't like go in debt. No. Getting married and like we didn't inconvenience. I mean, like, who wants to go to a wedding? Nobody, Nobody wants to go. Nobody. I'm not saying that people don't like us. I'm just saying like, I don't want to be like, hey, fly across the country and go watch us like. Smush faces. Smush faces, you know? <laughs> and be like, yeah, it, it's just weird. Where would you want to settle down? Boston, Massachusetts? Yeah. Maybe. Washington, D.C.? Why? No. Why? No. Why ever? I would be kicking everybody in the balls. Every day. Every day. London, England? Yeah. Kingston, Jamaica? Yeah. Perth, Australia? That town does look interesting. Seattle, Washington? Yeah, that's nice. Uh, San Francisco, California, Toronto, California, Toronto, California, not Canada. I think that's got to be a typo. There's go. a maple leaf at the end of Toronto. Yeah, okay, they must have made. <laughs> oh my god, this test is legit. <laughs> this is funny because, like, sometimes when I'm doing like iFit workouts, I, I have the closed captioning up. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to hear them when you're running and yeah. like, you have air. Oh, flow. I can't hear the TV without my subtitles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, so I'm like jogging along, and these like uh, trainers are like, yeah. We're just going to have a fun little jog today. And the, the subtitles yeah. will say, we're going to have a fun little job today. Yeah. And I'm like, the person making these, <laughs> your first assumption is the man running in the video said job? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this is, so I'm assuming Toronto, Canada. So Canada. for me, I'm leaning, I have three I like. Yeah, there's there's like actually four, four good ones. Four. I've, I'm leaning towards London, Perth, Seattle, and Toronto. Yeah, that that would be my four too. I like if I have to choose a city. I like San Francisco, but I don't think I want to live there. Right. Um, I've been to Toronto and to London. Mm-hmm. I think Perth, Australia. I'm I think that's where I'm going too. Yeah. yeah. And then I can use my accent all the time. Oh no! And everyone will be like, "You're like a native, Mike." Oh God! <laughs> Pick a pet to adopt together. Oh, together. Sugar glider. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm going to get a flying squirrel for us. <laughs> yes. That's it. Your well-known yeah. uh, love of rodents. Oh, my God. Doberman. Mm-hmm. Bulldog. Okay. Tabby cat. Ooh, cats. A bunch of rescue animals. <laughs> Just a bunch of them, I guess. Hey, that's that's what I did when we were first together. I was yeah. like, ooh, a cat. Let's take it. <laughs> Guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Boxer. A parrot. We've had parrots before. We've we've had dogs and cats. <laughs> we've had all these things. I'm gonna go with another cat. Cat, tabby cat. Oh yeah, that's yeah, me too. Yeah. Pick a modern Disney man. Kristoff. I love Kristoff. Maui. He's cool. I don't. I think he's Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, uh, we don't like it, but they show him as human, and yeah, I do not want no, him as a human. No, I want him beastly I and hairy as shit. And just like <laughs> fangs. Uh, Aladdin. 
Eric. Ugh, not Eric. <laughs> not Eric. Not Eric. Aladdin's a little too comfortable with lying. Yeah, I don't like how shady that guy is. Flynn Ryder. He's pretty cool. Naveen. He's cool. Lee Shang. <gasps> oh, Lee. Lee, for sure. That's your boy, isn't oh, he? Man, I love that guy. Uh, for me. Oh, fuck. I'm going to go. <gasps> I got him. I'm going Kristoff. Kristoff is great. Oh, my God. Did you get Robin Hood? No, you got fucking Robin Hood. You son fuck of a bitch. Fuck that fox <laughs> so hard. Son of a bitch. Hell yeah. Man, you got I a good one. One. The Disney Twins. <laughs> I won. Alright, Well, I'll go ahead and read mine. Yeah, I yeah, read yours. I thought, I thought for sure you must have got it the way no. you reacted. Now yours is disappointing. Whatever oh, mine is, is so disappointing. Whatever yours is, is disappointing. So disappointing. Robin Hood is the dashing rogue who's rebellious for all the right reasons. <laughs> He's an outlaw who believes in helping the underdog. Hmm. He has strong morals and will take the lead in making now changes. Now remember, this is supposed to be me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. He's the perfect partner if you're looking to make great changes in this world. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that sexy fox. He is so hot. So fine. <laughs> so fine. All right, go. Go, go, go. All right, <laughs> you, you ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. My guy doesn't have a name. Oh, no. He's just the prince. Oh, my God. Oh, no, that's your boy, isn't it, though? I like that dude. Uh, he is the original dreamy knight in shining armor. He's brave and will face down anything for the person he loves. And that's Sleeping Beauty, correct? No, that's, Cinderella, uh, that's Snow White. Uh, oh, this is Snow White? This is Snow White. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. Prince Charming. I thought that was Prince No, Charming. Prince Charming is Cinderella. Oh, uh, okay. And then it's Philip from Sleeping Beauty. Philip, Philip. Now, had I gotten Philip, I would have been stoked. Because I remember when we met, yeah. you were like, Philip is my knight. Yeah, I love Philip. Yeah. Yeah. It's the 14th century, Come father. on, nowadays. <laughs> I fucking love him. All right. He'll head first into... <laughs> now, Aurora sucks ass. No, yes. she's lame as hell. Oh, she's lame as hell. I want Philip and Maleficent to get it on. They're fucking sexy. Well, wouldn't that be awesome if like, yeah. Philip and Maleficent just like fucked on oh, man. Aurora's corpse? <laughs> and then Maleficent turns into dragon form and, and eats him. Yeah. A la Black Widow style sex. I guess. Yeah. I guess great. I have a sure. <laughs> He'll head first into challenges with total bravery and courage. If you're looking for a dashing and strong partner to literally sweep you off your feet, he's perfect. So do I qualify? Is that me? <laughs> Would you kiss me as a dead body in the middle of the woods? I do it every night while you're sleeping. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> then perfect. It's perfect. All right, all right, all right. Now the moment we've all been waiting for. Mm. We've been teasing this for weeks. Shantaram. Shantaram. So, okay, and I wanted to put out a friendly thing. Uh, we by no means mean to offend anyone. the culture uh, by watching this show or mispronouncing anything. If we mispronounce it, on it's, it's an honest mistake, and we don't mean to uh, yeah. uh, be mean about this because that's not our thing. We don't want to be mean. Oh, his guy's name is Prabhu. Probably okay. Yeah, we don't we don't mean to be offensive. I think you guys are well aware of that yeah, by yeah. now. But yeah, I just wanted to hammer that. Home. Yeah, I mean, like, and we just like literally watch these and mm -hmm. come back here. So like, this yeah. is all off the dome. So right. we might not say things quite as eloquently as we would as we would like to as we would love to. Yeah. <laughs> so the 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 show starts off in the ambiguous 80s, I suppose. Yeah. There's never a moment where they really establish that it is the 80s. Yeah, it just feels kind of out of time, really. If I didn't know through, like, researching this, that mm -hmm. this was set in the 80s, 
Would you know it was in the 80s? Well, it literally says 1982. Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> when did it say that? <laughs> in big effing words on the screen. <laughs> That's our tune now. I mean, numbers. No, okay, but like, but like, other, other than that. Other than 1982. Exactly 1982. Yeah. Before I was born. Yeah. How am I supposed to relate to any of this? I can't relate to any of this. I wasn't even born. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, there's nothing about it that's like very 80s though, like mm-hmm. in terms of like wardrobe or whatever. So if you're like me and missed the big flashing sign that said 1982, <laughs> you may be wondering as he's trying to escape this prison, why aren't there cameras anywhere? Yeah, exactly. Like and the the prison escape at the beginning is hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. It, it seems to be going by ocarina of time rules. Yes. <laughs> in terms of what guards can see. Oh my and god, they were on easy level. So here's the thing: <laughs> if you play Assassin's Creed, any of them, if you put it on easy level, you can basically just walk right beside them as yes. as you get anywhere. They have a cone of vision. They cannot see to their sides at all. <laughs> Same with these guys. Yes. I mean, they were literally like standing right next to this guy. He was dangling off a building (laughs) in like clear view. Broad daylight. But because their head was tilted at 45 degrees, they they could could not see see him. him. They couldn't see this big lumbering oaf just jumping around everywhere. He's like Sasquatch motherfucker. (laughs) He's he's got a lot of muscle. He's got a lot of muscle. And it's not lithe. No, and it's lumbering. Yeah. Uh, Like, and like, the thing is like, Charlie Shantaram seems to know where all the blind spots are in this prison, and I don't know how. I don't know how either. So I was like, oh, is this supposed to be like a spy show then? It's kind of like Andor a bit, Yeah. where he seems to know a lot more than he should, Mm -hmm. and his background doesn't really make a sense that he would know this stuff. Especially knowing now that he's a heroin addict who is involved in a a robbery that went bad. And who was just a paramedic. And he was a paramedic. I'm not saying just, I mean like... He's a paramedic. You don't really es- expect them to have spy skills. Yeah, like, he's, like, helping this other prisoner escape, yeah. and he's like, stay here. They can't see us here. We're in their blind spot. I'm like, how do you know all this? And he wasn't even going to take his partner with him, even though it's clearly a, a two-man two job. job. Oh, my God. There's so many times where he, w- if he had gone by himself like he planned, yeah. he would have been yeah. Because, like, there were, like, vents. Mm-hmm. Like, and do vents that size actually No, exi- especially exist? not in prisons. They're not going to have vent-sized man, man-sized vents for this. And I love how undusty vents are in, like, uh. these shows. Like, does someone, I mean, they're large enough. I'm assuming someone I guess, crawls through Yeah, I guess like just dust. force a dude wearing a big old dust jacket <laughs> to just go through. and Every once in a while, just make sure. But, like, he somehow, like, and again, this is not shown. Mm-hmm. He's not told either. It's just, just we're it's just, just there. We're just exp- he has like a whole tool set. Yeah, he has this, the perfect size like mm-hmm. um, Phillips head screwdriver. Yep. he's got like a chisel or yep. whatever. Chisel, hammer, and then he runs into a problem, which he needs a buzz saw. Yes. So he gets lowered down to where, hey, look, a buzz saw. Yeah, because there just so happens to be renovations going on yeah. at the prison at this time, and like the the drop down to get that. Like, he had to, he would have been stuck in that little attic room until he got caught. Oh, yeah. He had no way to escape if he didn't have a second person there. And then what was really funny is, like, okay, guys, (laughs) 70% of this show is Charlie Shantaram finding a way to take off his shirt. Oh, yes, most definitely. And at this point in the show, (laughs) early on, he's probably taken off two or three times to show off his muscles. Yes. 
What was funny to me is like the buzzsaw they get is not like a tiny buzzsaw. No, it is a giant industrial <laughs> buzzsaw. And instead of like Charlie Charlie Shantaram yeah. using it, they give it to the Weasley like <laughs> skinny guy. Yeah, so that Charlie can play lookout. Yeah, it's I'm weird. like, make the Weasley guy the lookout, <laughs> and you with your big muscles. It's like every time I I know a person who has like huge like, yeah. diesel muscles, they're also like the laziest people who don't want to lift a damn thing. Yeah. Like I had, I think I don't know if I said this on this podcast, but I had a, a manager back when I worked in retail, and he like his whole life was working out, and he was really thick, mm-hmm. but like. I worked at Staples, so we would sometimes have to carry, like, furniture. Yeah. And every time we would ask him for help, he would say no because it would screw up his, like, weightlifting. Like, I can't. Wow. And it was like, what's the point of lifting weight? Yeah. If you aren't going to use the muscles that you have. Yeah. My dad would hire, um, my dad was a landscaper, and so he'd have to hire laborers. Uh And he was like, I never hire any with muscles because they can't do shit. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's all about looks. It is, it? yeah. He's like they're useless. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's like it's it's the lanky ones you want to go with. They're they're to, capable of everything. And that's not to say <laughs> that the workout and like be in shape or it, I'm talking about this specifically like swole. swole yeah. It's all just for looks. But yeah, his whole plan hinges around the mm-hmm. like he he would have been screwed if he had not on a whim took this guy with him. Yeah, he on a whim seriously took this guy with him. And it is clearly a two-man job. I don't know how he was supposed to do it all by himself. But yeah, he still knows, like, oh, if I stand in this specific spot on this building, none of the... So he's, like, put thought into it. He knew this is where he was going to end up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he was like, like, I'm like, well, how would you have been able to get in there? You would have been screwed. Yeah. There's honestly, like, now that we've established this is 1982, there were cameras in 1982, right? I'm fairly certain, yeah. There had yeah. to have been, like, some closed-circuit Oh, uh, yeah, there had to have been, because there are pictures from that time. <laughs> yeah, pictures exist. Movies Pic- and Movies and shows. television exist. So, yeah, there would have to be security cameras. Yeah, like, it's so weird. Like I said, if you had missed that 1982 yeah. thing, like I did, Yeah. and since there's nothing in the show, like, mm-hmm. cars don't necessarily look... No. Like, um, old, clothing doesn't look out of place. It feels like it could be modern. The way it is. It feels very modern. But there's, but then you're like, it makes no sense because you're like, well, why aren't they using cameras? Why aren't they mm-hmm. doing, like, why is there any kind of, like, security system in this entire prison? Like, he just basically walks out. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And then he just leaves his, like, his uh, prison clothes on. <laughs> I would have at least taken off the jacket so I had a white shirt underneath. Because then you're just a dude in white shirt and jeans. You're just white shirt and jeans. Are you good? Mm-hmm. And if you felt you needed the jacket for, like, weather purposes right. later just tie it around your waist or something like that would have been 80s like, right tie the crap around your waist um so then we get to he, he goes to a professor mm-hmm. of his to get i guess a money i enough money to survive for a while i don't know how expensive bombay was in 1980 apparently so really cheap I, I because this money go, lasts a long time i think you can get a long way with well, not as much especially right. back then but he uh he, he goes there. That's where we get a little bit of the backstory that he was a drug addict, I guess. Yeah. And um, he gets money, and he goes to Bombay to disappear. Yeah. And that's where we start getting some of the really good good lines, where, like, Bombay smelled like hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we also find out that his name, which is actually Lindsay. Lindsay Ford. Lindsay Ford. Well, is that his real name or is that his alias? I don't know. I don't know. But but Lindsay's <laughs> definitely his name. And apparently Lynn means big penis. 
great big penis. No, Ling is great big. Ling, penis. Well, it's close, and that's what uh, Prabhu is says yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. And like, let me tell you a little bit about his guy. <laughs> the sexual tension between him and Charlie Shantaram. It was off the chain. And and we were talking about this, and I'm like, I'm not joking. I'm not just being like. No, they seriously needed to fuck. They, like, there is Carla later, who is obviously supposed to be, like, his love interest or whatever. Nothing there. Nothing. I can't see that going anywhere. No. But him and his guy, like, they're always, like, making goo-goo eyes at each other. They're touching each other. They're joking. They're flirting. They're trading clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, and I would ship it. Oh, yeah. Like, if that's where the show yeah. wanted to go, like, I would be into it. Yeah, definitely. But, like, that's where all of that sexual chemistry yeah. is, is between those two characters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like we said, he takes his shirt off all the time, and he, we also find he has, like, large red vine-looking Yeah, Twizzlers. Scars, Twizzlers all over his chest. <laughs> all over his chest. <laughs> and this is from his, the torture he suffered. Because he wouldn't give up the name. His enhanced interrogation. Because he wouldn't give up the name. but mm-hmm. Oh, and we should say, the reason why he's escaping prison is because the other people involved in that yeah. uh, thing think he ratted them out. Yeah. But it's clear he did not. No, otherwise they would be in for a longer sentence. Yeah. They're idiots. But they're about to kill him. I think what was weird about the show is there was a very much, I don't know if this is a correct word or anything, but like there was an exotification of India, which felt to me pretty racist. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know how you feel about it, but, like, it was very much like, whoa, I'm in <laughs> India now, and, like, I don't understand, and wow, Well, at least it was not India pretending to be Egypt. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. You know. I mean, but that's very much the vibe mm-hmm. you get from Charlie Hunnam's character, is like, I'm a white guy in India, oh my god. And now I'm going to turn the tables and make this place awesome, even though it was the white people who destroyed (laughs) it in the first place. And and then, like, after, like, a little montage of him being, like, totally mind-blowned by Mm -hmm. uh, the culture shock of India, then it's like it slows down and there's, like, soft music and he starts to see the beauty of India. Yeah. And it's, like, it's very much like, (laughs) wow, okay. (laughs) India has a lot of beautiful culture. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, like, it, it it felt very much catered to, wow, this is a weird word, I don't think, because I've heard of, like, a male gaze, but this feels like a white person gaze. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 we know our audience are, like, suburban white people. Specifically dudes. And so we want to really highlight how, quote, unquote, weird right. India is. How different it how is. How different it mm-hmm. is. But, like... Is it, though? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. People are people everywhere, regardless. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, and so he ends up in this hotel next to the Mr. Help accounting firm. And oh, my God. Every, every time. time it would show the Mr. Help accounting firm sign, <laughs> you would start singing, sing your Mr. Help song. <laughs> Mr. Help, that name again <laughs> is Mr. Help from Mr. Plot from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Every time we're like, ooh, Mr. Help, the accountant. That's where I'm going. Um, And I said, thank God the climate is humid in Bombay so he could take his shirt off. All the time. All the time. (laughs) Any chance he got. Any chance he got. There were times when he took off his shirt and I was like, why did he take off his shirt now? Because he's exchanging it with a new linen shirt. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm basically at the end of my notes, and there's so much more of the there's show. There's so much more of the show, but it's so boring. It's so boring. So basically, he gets involved with, he flirts with this woman, Carla, mm-hmm. the like, only other white person there. He's like, ooh, white people. Oh, no, Lisa's there. She's a white person. Right. And it's, it's like that Eat, Pray, Love movie. Have you ever seen that? No, thank God. <laughs> Eat, Pray, Love is about, like, Julia Roberts going around the world to a quote-unquote, like, exotic locales. Oh, God. But, like, everywhere she goes, mm-hmm. she manages to find the white people. <laughs> I swear to God, watch the movie. Because she goes, she goes to Italy at one point. Okay. Which, yeah. Has white people. Yeah. She finds someone from Sweden. It's like somehow <laughs> she found the whitest person wherever she went. That's kind of like this show. <laughs> and he he falls in with this group, mm-hmm. and they're kind of on the underground. In the area of Bombay he's staying at, it's sort of like um, a law, lawless zone. Yeah. Kinda like it's Ca- like the Wild West only in India. Like Casablanca a little yeah. bit. It's a little bit of a uh, no government yeah. zone. Except if they are there, they're going to mug you and take you to jail and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Corrupt. Corru- it's a corrupt area, but it's like kind of governed by its own rules. Yeah. And um, he meets a, some pro- a prostitute who falls in with a bad madam, I guess. Yeah. Who is really into what they say, like, deviant sexual stuff. Right. She's gone into, like, basically... Sex slavery. Yeah. This woman, Carla, that he's met, saw his kick-ass Rhett Butler impression and was like, you can pretend to be American. Yeah. And From the U.S. Embassy and get her out. And get her out. And you, so he's like, yeah, I'll play the hero. So he does this. Well, he does. Begrudgingly. He does this after, in his hotel, someone dies of a heroin over... Oh, I don't know if it's heroin, but he dies of an overdose. It looks like heroin. It looks like, it, there's a lot of heroin going on. There was like some tubes and a spoon. It was yeah, probably he, heroin. And I think he asked where he injected him or, yeah. you know, shot himself up or whatever. And he, because he has paramedic training, mm-hmm. like he wants to save this person, but his guide pulls him away because he's like, I don't He's want, like, we'll all be arrested. We'll all be arrested. So just we need to get away. The guy dies. So now he's feeling a great deal of guilt. Yeah. That's why he wants to run towards something rather than away from something. Uh. So he agrees to go. Pretend to be an American to get this woman out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does so. It turns out Carla was playing him for a sap. Yeah. And like Lisa had the name of some somebody that Carla needed to know. We don't know. What we that don't is. know what Carla's about. But it turns out Carla's uh, motives were not altruistic. No, she didn't want to save her friend. She just wanted to get the name. And she was just using him because she knew mm-hmm. he was kind of like a broken person. Yeah. Who was hoping to do better. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. Uh, That's it. He gets around uh, by threatening the madam. Mm-hmm. Uh, he leaves, and then he gets mugged. Mm-hmm. So, so the idea is he also at one point he's out after curfew. Yeah. Which I kind of wish I knew what the curfew thing was all about. Yeah. Was there something going on in India at that point? Or I in have Bombay no idea. Where there was a curfew? I don't know. Because nobody, see, I <laughs> as much as I think exposition can be clunky i think you can work it in some way mm-hmm. because what happens is he's walking carla home mm-hmm. and then when he gets her to her house she offers i think to get him a ride a taxi yeah and he's like no i want to take i want to walk i like walking she's like okay whatever and then he gets like stopped by cops for breaking curfew yeah. when he offers to walk it feels like carla could have said well you know there's a curfew because yeah. of Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they don't give you that line. So then all of a sudden he gets stopped for this curfew in supposedly this lawless zone. Yeah. 
And they start chasing him. So now he wants to leave Bombay. Yeah. But after the the whole situation with Lisa mm-hmm. and the brothel, he he's supposed to leave the next day, but he gets mugged. Mm-hmm. He loses all his money. Mm-hmm. He loses his passport, mm-hmm. his shoes. Mm-hmm. All he has left is his little... U.S. Embassy card. U.S. Embassy card. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's how he leads to being like... Doing medical work. Pretending to be a doctor. Yeah. Which leads him on his journey as a great white hope. Yes. I assume. Of which, of course, we need. I mean, overall, this just felt like a really long hour. Ugh, this was painfully long. Yeah, it was an hour long. I paused it at one point and still had 13 minutes left. Yeah. That 13 minutes is the brothel scene. Yeah. So it's like a significant, there's a significant plot left. (laughs) Right. At that point. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he would have pulled off the American embassy thing. No. Did not shave. No. Didn't, didn't cut, cut his, his hair. hair. He had, like, his long, gross ponytail. He looked very unprofessional. Like, you said at one point, you're like, how is he in a suit? And, like, suits yeah. make people look suits good. Suits make men look really good. This one made him look horrible. Like, somehow, I was like, go back to the linen shirt. <laughs> somehow it made him look schlubbier. Yeah. <laughs> It was weird. And if you think his Australian accent is bad, his American accent is even worse. Even worse. So, yeah. So, that was Shantaram. I'm not sure that it was worth the wait. <laughs> or the hype of us talking about it for weeks. For, for weeks. I, I don't recommend it. No. But I got people who might recommend it. Do you want to hear some reviews? Yeah, let's hear some reviews. Well, of course, we got a 1 out of 10 first from Richard Graham Slater. <laughs> uh, this was 1 out of 10, utter boring rubbish. Yeah, boring. Uh, don't bother, it's poor, and Charlie's Aussie accent is a disgrace. <laughs> I bet mine's more of a disgrace. <laughs> it's dull and been done before. Why on earth do I have to write six... <laughs> Why on earth do I have to write 600 characters? Because <laughs> IMDb forces you yeah. <laughs> Obviously, to stave off bots and fake Amazon reviews like the new R- Rings of Power rubbish. <laughs> At least that's better than this dross. The book is crap as well. Oh, well. <laughs> that's TV today. They get good looking. Wait, you read you read the book even though you knew how garbage yeah, it was? Yeah, he read the book and was like, this is garbage. Can't wait for the TV show yeah. to drop. <laughs> I don't trust your review, sir. <laughs> they get good looking actors into roles like this that ultimately mean nothing and try to call it a classic or some other misnomer. The good thing is that the wife thought it was crap as well, so it will never be shown on me, my TV, which is a good thing, as my TV has taste. Oh. And he had to throw the wife under the, the bus. wife. The wife. With the in front of it. The wife. Do you think Charlie Hunnam is attractive? Uh. I know a lot of people do, so I'm just curious. I don't have a problem with him. I think he looks like the lead singer from Creed. No, 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 that's what's his name from from the vampire movies. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. what's his name? I always think he's the Creed lead singer. Yeah, he's like Charlie. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam, he's not bad. Not bad. Mm -mm. But not like... I'm not attracted to him, but I don't, I I can see where other people would be. Right, right, right. You know? Okay, okay. Fair. Uh, Lexobe949 gave it 10 out of 10. It's just very high quality. Must watch. Oh, very high quality. So I am one episode in, as far as we got so far, but you just know quality when you see it. Oh, God, do you? First of all, I am just a big fan of Hunnam. Because the roles he played in the past resonates with me a lot. Okay, that's bias. Moving on. Next. (laughs) This is 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 not an unbiased review. (laughs) Like Pacific Rim and Arthur, and even in Gentlemen. So he's in quality stuff. I haven't seen anything he's been in except for this. Pacific Rim we've seen. 
Oh my, that's quality? Pacific Rim? <laughs> and we did see King Arthur, but it was terrible. The Guy Ritchie King Arthur. What? It, it was ter- Yeah, I don't think you even remember it. We did watch it. Okay. Uh, I knew this was going to be good, too. And it is really good. The philosoph- I don't trust this guy's taste. This is a woman. Uh, I don't trust her taste. She's just got the hots for him. The philosophy is there. All you were looking you know, at was his Twizzler abs. You know, the philosophy... Life wisdom, same kind that got Game of Thrones so popular. <sighs> so production feels expensive also, and story is engaging. Such that makes you think about life and choices we make. What? Ones that get us in trouble sometimes when we don't listen to our fear that is telling us something. Oh, God. <laughs> make any oh, sense. my God. But also when we need to return the favor so things aren't so simple. Character and dialogues are intriguing and challenging. I bet the, the dialogue is challenging. <laughs> uh, kind that you learn something from. I ordered book two, by the way. Can't wait till whole series finishes. I want answers now. LOL. Lol. <laughs> Lols. Lol. So, I mean, can you say something good about this show? It wasn't an orange. It wasn't an orange. It doesn't have the heat tint that, like, <laughs> that everybody like puts on India Cuba. or Mexico or <laughs> Cuba. It didn't have that. It didn't have heat tint. That's, yeah, that's so, a good you thing. You know what? That's a step up. That's progress. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's progress. I think it was filmed well. Was it? <laughs> I, I don't think the acting was necessarily bad, but kind of like Andor, <laughs> again, I think no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm going to stop you right there. Andor is way better than oh, Chantaram. No, no, no. no, Andor is way better than Chantaram. But but like Andor, the side characters are all better than, than the, the main, main character. character. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, yeah. like oh, that one guy who, who kind of like introduces him to like the Bombay yeah. underworld. Yeah. Like that guy was killing it. Like the That actor, guy's inter- really interesting. Like, yeah. He was interesting yeah. and cool and he was acting well. Yeah. Like, he was doing a really good job. It's like, Charlie Hunnam and Carla were just like deadsville as far as I was yeah, concerned. Yeah, they were really boring. Like everybody else was interesting, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, but the show's not about them. Right. So it's like, I don't know. He he there was just nothing there was no hook for me mm-hmm. to care about Charlie Chanteron. Right. You know, like I did not care. He's mm-hmm. a criminal. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like I, we don't care about we don't care criminals. About criminal, <laughs> capital punishment. Blah, blah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I, like there's just nothing. Like, there was no save the cat moment for me right. for him. Like, it, like there was never a point where I was like, I care whether good things or bad things happen to this person. I feel indifferent. I'm apathetic. You know what? I would have loved an actual save the cat moment where, where he, he finds a Yeah, cat. where he fi- finds like a kitten in the gutter and just takes it back to his apartment. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Like the closest <laughs> thing we get is he saves that Weasley prisoner, but like I don't know, that guy could be a rapist. That guy could like, be a rapist. Yeah, we don't know. I don't know who are you saving here? I don't know who you just let out into the streets. Exactly. So I don't really like have sympathy for you mm-hmm. there. I mean, like, I feel bad that you were horribly kind of tortured. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't feel that bad. <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing about him that I feel any kind of, like, sympathy for this character. Yeah. And therefore, true. I don't care if he succeeds or fails. I just feel <laughs> nothing from him. Wow. Sorry. Impressive. Is that harsh? Yeah, that's pretty harsh. That's cold, baby. That's uh, stone cold. I do not recommend this series. Okay. I am looking forward to that Treasure Hunt series, though, that we just You, you know, that one sounds a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're supposed to do 
Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan's yeah. Tom Clancy. I think we should still do that one. So we're going to do both then? Yes. So we're gonna... And then we're going to follow it up with Awesome Men from Willow. Willow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're going to have to like skip a week so we can get Willow in there and then we'll have to come back to toxic masculinity. When have we left? <laughs> when have we ever left? When have we left? That that that's the real message of this podcast. Yeah, that's it right there. It's all toxic. <laughs> It's all just a big waste. <laughs> Piloting the pilots releases each Tuesday can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us, pilotingpilots at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If, we're not on Twitter anymore. If Twitter hasn't burnt to the ground. <laughs> we're not on Twitter. <laughs> well, I'm on Twitter. Do you have a blue check mark? Oh, yeah. I guess I don't exist. Yeah, you have... don't exist because you're not paying. I I refuse. I'm not. I'm I refuse not. our money to go to that. I'm not. I'm not. If we want to start a Patreon account. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week, we will be watching then Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan on yes. Amazon. Mm-hmm. A new season just came out. That's been on for a little bit now. Wow. All right. Yeah, so, so I guess it's popular. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it because you know what? I do, I haven't seen them in a while, but I do remember liking Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger and Hunt for Red October. And are these that. Tom Clancy things? Those are specifically Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan's things. Patriot Games. Really? Patriot Games. With oh, wait, so, that, so that's the same character? It's the same character. They've rebooted him quite a bit. Okay. But in Hunt for Red October, uh-huh. it's Alec Baldwin. Uh-huh, okay. And then... Patriot Games was the next movie, and I think it was supposed to be Alec Baldwin, but he left for whatever yeah. reason. So then they recast it as Harrison Ford, and he did it for two movies. Oh, okay. And then in the aughts, I want to say Ben Affleck played him for one movie. Okay. And then now it's so Tony he's Kuzinski. a thing, huh? Jack Ryan. Yeah. Well, it's a Tom Clancy kind of like character who's been in like a lot of. So he's a thing. He's a thing. He's a big deal. Ah, okay. He's like, he's like the Luke Skywalker of. The CIA. <laughs> so yeah, he's a thing. He's a thing. He's a thing. All right. So that's what we'll be watching next week for Toxic Masculinity Month. I don't know how toxic that one's going to be, but probably. probably I think twenty. Legit. I think twenty four is probably worse. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we will talk about that next week, and we hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you.